has been amazing to be part of. I think we have a responsibility to get people to think differently. You have to have your vision. You can have a great connection between agriculture and people. We're a very important partner to share our experiences. Every new idea is going to contribute to what our future in food is going to look like. It gets bigger. You're enabling people to afford to live a good life. The roofscape is also the part of our cities that is closest to the sun. Culture and agriculture have a strong link. Welcome to Groove, your urban farming podcast series. We are very pleased to make you discover exclusive stories of urban greenhouses. This podcast adventure was made possible thanks to Interact Northwest Project. Olivier Castus is here with us today to talk about this project, Green Nest. Hello, could you present yourself in a few sentences? My name is Oliver. I study business engineer and initially I work in the financial industry. But slowly I realized that for me it was very important to um, have a professional activity that was making sense in this context of climate change. So slowly I moved forward to manage uh, sustainable renovation projects in Brussels. I was specialized in a project management. Um, so we were helping to structure projects. I used uh, to live in Asia. So I was helping Asia to invest in Europe and European to invest in Asia. So It's more with my uh, project management skills that I came to organize real estate development, real estate uh, renovation, and that uh, I made some research and I came to the conclusion that urban farming could be very interesting uh, to address some of the climate uh, challenges we will be facing in the future. So today you have a urban farming project. What is it all about? We have one project that's based uh, in Brussels. That's a project uh, actually where there is a, a warehouse that was used to store coal. And now it has been converted in indoor parking. On the side, there is also um, mechanical workshops that are not in use anymore. So the whole idea was to convert the site in a microform. So in this context, we have transformed the warehouse in uh, two different areas. There is a first indoor area with a greenhouse that will serve to produce vegetables and the other part uh, that will be um, a multipurpose area for different uh, activities that will organized link to the urban farming. Then we have um, part of the warehouse that has been um, transformed as an outside area where we will be producing vegetables and fruits, and there will be also a zone dedicated to biodiversity. The different mechanical workshops have been transformed in uh, kitchens and a conference zone. The idea is to um, put in place different kitchen cooking class that will be aimed to raise awareness on developing a sustainable and healthy food system. The idea is really on the site um, to create an experience where people will attend cooking class and uh, we'll be able to get the, the fruits, the vegetables on site and transform them. And then, uh, yes, that's basically the idea. 
So the second project is located in the center uh, of Brussels, the city center. It's actually um, a concert hall that's not in use anymore uh, with different shops that are not in use too. And here the idea was to uh, rehabilitate the concert hall and on the roof of the concert hall building an urban farm. So the idea of the project is to have a greenhouse uh, on the roof of the city hall that will have two different functions. The first one will be to have an educational greenhouse and a productive greenhouse. So what will be produced uh, in the greenhouse and the surrounding roof uh, will be used for the restaurant. So it's uh, all the vegetables will be directly used um, on the restaurant inside. And then the other part of the greenhouse that will be an educational greenhouse will be used essentially to organize workshops to raise awareness uh, on the impact of our consumption habits on greenhouse gas emissions. So um, the idea is to organize in the greenhouse, in the concert hall conference related to those topics. The vegetables that we will be growing uh, will really depend on the, the restaurant. So for the moment, um, we don't have yet a tenant, but uh, that's a, a discussion we will have uh, the day uh, we will have um, a manager for the restaurant. Obviously, we will have uh, to design a production that will be uh, useful for the restaurant and what will contribute to design uh, local and seasonable uh, vegetables for the restaurant. I'm involved since two or three years uh, from now. We have spent a lot of time to integrate uh, those uh, urban agriculture because there are other functions in the project. It's not only, uh, let's say, um, apartment buildings and urban agriculture. It's there are other functions. And so obviously it has taken time to integrate that in the project. And now we are in the process to get the town planning permissions. It's the integrating uh, agriculture, the urban farm in the project. Uh, I think that uh, the way we have integrated, it's quite interesting. The fact um, that the greenhouse will be used to produce vegetables for the restaurant is very interesting. We will also use the greenhouse to produce heat, and this heat uh, will be used and extracted by heat pump to answer the needs to heat the building, uh, the different building of the site. So it means that the greenhouse is not only there to produce vegetables, but also to produce heat. So uh, that's, I think, very interesting in the current context where price of energy is, uh, is really rising and going down and rising. So for this, it's more resilient from an energetical point of view. What's also very interesting is that all the site has been organized to be able to do educational workshop about uh, our consumption habits and developing an healthy food system. Those three elements are very interesting for the project. After long research, we have uh, came to the conclusion that it's very interesting to link urban farms with uh, peri-urban farms, so farms that are located uh, outside of Brussels. Because obviously in cities, we cannot produce massively. The ground is very expensive. And so it, it's very hard to be profitable uh, if you focus only on production in cities. So the idea is really to focus in cities on the educational aspects and to focus on the production on the outskirts of cities. And that's basically the link between urban farms and peri-urban farms. And um, the idea uh, is to develop a network to link those urban farms that will promote the production of local and seasonal vegetables on the outskirts of Brussels. So obviously, it's a kind of dynamic. If we promote and if we make some uh, sensitization about uh, 
certain products, we must be able to answer potential demand. So the main idea is to create a, an agro ecosystem that would be more resilient. I think that's very important. When we've started to create the project, um, one of the main objectives, it must last in time. And so working with the ecosystem gives you the opportunity to, to be more resilient and versatile. So that's why we would like to link urban farms projects together and also linking them to a peri-urban farm projects and really try to mutualize and develop some central management to make sure that uh, we are the most uh, uh, resilient. Culture and agriculture have a strong link. They are the pillar uh, of our civilization. Basically, to be able to have a sedentary life, we have used agriculture to feed uh, the, the populations. And when this feeding objective became secondary, culture could develop itself. So for us, it was very important uh, to use this symbol also on the site and create synergies between uh, agricultural activities and cultural activities. There is still a long way before we are opening because, uh, as I mentioned, we are in the process to get uh, the town planning authorization. And uh, obviously, um, they are very important to concretize the project. So um, it will take certain time to have the authorization, at least uh, one year, roughly. And then we will have to start the work. It will last uh, two to three years. So uh, it's really a project uh, that will take time to rise. And what was the main difficulty that you had to overcome? The main difficulty is that uh, urban farms uh, are not very common. There is not a lot of urban farm projects. Uh, it needs really a shift of the mentality from the administration and also from the advisors. So um, that was one of the constraints uh, we noticed until now. There is also uh, no legal and urban planning framework. So sometimes it creates some complexities because there is no framework. So on this side, there is also some, uh, some improvement that could be done. The business model also is a challenge because we have seen a lot of projects that are not lasting in time. And if you want to last in time, it's very important to spend time to think in a resilient and versatile way. That's the main difficulties. After that, there are some so subsidiary difficulties linked to the building and the site. Obviously, an uh, urban farm would need some infrastructure and sometimes to adapt the site uh, to shelter an urban farm can be also quite costly. So... Uh, That are the main uh, changes. There is um, a subsequent investment, but if you think that um, at a very early stage, you can manage that. The problem is that when a project is also already finalized, or if you arrive in a building that's already constructed, if you need to integrate an urban farm, it can have um, some very... Uh, important cost here. We are doing some very heavy renovations, so there will be subsequent uh, costs that will be triggered. And so integrating the urban farm uh, is an extra cost, but it's obviously less than if we need to implement that in a building already existing and operational. At Goof, we help you develop your project and overcome hardship and smaller issue. How did Groove help you in your process? So Groove was a very interesting uh, initiative because it allowed us to meet different experts in uh, urban agriculture. They were all specialized in their own field. So for us, it was very interesting to have this global approach and uh, on the design uh, of the project and the business model. 
Another very positive um, element of, of the Groove initiative was the fact that uh, we travel in different cities in Europe. And that was very instructive because we saw a lot of projects that were successful, but also a lot uh, that did not work. And so it was very interesting to learn from the mistake from the others and to capitalize from the good practice from the others. From what we have seen, it's not so easy to build a resilient and versatile business model. So no, I think it was uh, very interesting to define to which kind of agriculture we wanted to integrate in our project and how to organize it. My main advice would be um, to spend enough time to develop uh, the right business model. I would advise uh, to develop an urban farm that will be multifunctional. It's very important to have different functions that could adapt depending on the environment that's changing. Um, as mentioned before, uh, the environment can very quickly change by viruses, wars or energy crisis. It's important to have different functions with different level of um, profitability and that we could change the focus on one function or another one depending on the environment changing. So that would be my advice. We hope that you have enjoyed this episode. Maybe it even inspired you to join the urban farming adventure. You can learn everything you need to know about Groove and our guideline on groove.eu. And make sure to stay tuned for more roof stories of rooftop greenhouses. See you very soon in another episode.